recording. All right. Hey y'all, hey y'all, hey y'all. Welcome to <laughs> welcome to in real life. We back at it with episode two. I got some really great comments on the first episode. So I appreciate y'all for listening and tuning in. Today though, we got a special guest, y'all, already. Episode two special guest. What's happening? My best friend Drew Musa, y'all probably seen me post him a few times. Um, it's my friend from Charlotte. What's happening? It's Andrew Moose on the flare. Drew Moose on the flare. What's happening? What's happening? Oh my god. So yeah, just a, a brief background on how we met. I met Drew in 2017. 2017, right. Um, via Instagram. I slid in his DMs. Not all no craziness. Right. But um at the time we were listening to a certain like preacher or teacher and he was he lived in Charlotte and he was, you know, he worked with him closely. So I reached out to him and we just kinda started chopping it up and you know, it's not it's not common that you find like a best friend through the internet. Well nowadays the it may internet, be though. I always like thought that I was always taught don't meet people through the internet because they crazy. Right. But, but that's what this generation is about. Like we meet people through the internet now and feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, grew to have a best friend and we three years of friendship now. So yeah, I talked about, you know, being a Christian millennial from a female's perspective but I also want to get a male's perspective and like I said in my last podcast this is not the male's perspective this is a perspective right we want to keep that in mind um but we're kind of just going to talk about the certain issues and just let the spirit lead us or whatever else to talk about in this but um we're going to talk about the certain bullet points that I brought up in the last podcast and then Drew can like you know talk about that and expound on that a little bit so um is there anything you want to say first just oh you know i appreciate it's my first time being featured on anybody's content so i don't take it's an honor i don't take it for granted because i don't get featured on stuff like that yet so um i appreciate you for bringing me on here you know what i'm saying i'm excited to dig in because we be having good conversations all the time so and y'all get to hear this Right. Um, <laughs> so yeah um so i guess i can just start by asking you you know how did you come into the faith and what's your background you know you can go into it as much as you like so you don't have to you don't have to go into it extensively if you don't want to but okay. um yeah so we can just start there um so i grew up in church my entire life i grew up in a private Christian school my entire life. Grew up in a church that was connected to the school my entire life. Never been to public school. Been a church kid my whole entire life. Um, but I didn't really have like a consciousness of God. Like I could see myself on like old posts, like talking about God and stuff like that from when I was a teenager, like on Facebook. But like I really wasn't conscious of God, or I didn't, you know, like of my relationship with God. Um, like I feel like I am now. So I would say that I, I like I was just telling you, I would, I don't think I was saved until I was 23, um, where I had a, 
uh, encounter with God, um, just coming to really just come to the end of myself around 2016, March to February of 2016, kind of came to the end of myself. And it was just like, God, I submit to you. I'm trying to, you know, do it your way. You know, whatever will be, will be like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be down with you. Um, and then the next day, um, God led me to the ministry that she, she was referring to. And I was there for two and a half years and, um, left that and, uh, I'm part of another ministry now doing some work on the media team there. Um, shout out ready church. Um, but yeah, so that's how I came into faith. I've been in faith for three years. Um, two and a half of it was really mixture. Um, and the last year and a half have, have been under grace, new covenant, but yes, I wouldn't say I was saved until I was 23. Grew up in church all of that time, and then Jesus is like, "Come here, child." <laughs> child, I know. Real though, like I legit, like I, I, I remember, like, and it's, I'm not, and I'm not, no way, it would be dogging where I came from, but it's just like I don't think I, like, I was just taught the motions, like I don't think I was taught, like, you know, like, okay, why do you worship? Why do you pray? Why do you read the Bible? Why do I confess this? Why do I, you know what I'm saying? I don't think I was taught. I think it was just like, oh, believe in God. Like, God is real. Like, believe in God. And I think I believed in God my entire life, but it's just like conscious, like, of, oh, man, living this life. Like, I don't think that happened until I was 23. So, like I said, I say I I had a near-death experience when I was in college, and I, I say all the time, I tell my mom, my mom thinks I was, I was saved, but I'm like, I think if I would have died in college, I would have went to hell. But that's a whole nother conversation for another day. But I don't think I was saved until I was 23. That one day, too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, to Drew, what is it like being a Christian millennial who is bold about their faith um, and, you know, who also happens to be a male? How is that? I would when you say bold, I'm like, man, I, am I really bold? I guess because a lot of people don't share their faith. I guess that's an aspect of being bold because a lot of people really don't share their faith, um, or are not out as spoken. I wouldn't even call myself as bold because I want to be more bold. I want to be person Perry bold. So <laughs> I, I don't even call myself bold. I want to be his type of bold, but I would say I'm outspoken um, about it. But um, it's 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 a, it's it's different being a Christian millennial is definitely uh different i think that um there's a lot of this pressure a lot of times to be jesus mm. from from women you know the women a lot of women uh want jesus out of some men um so i think there's this pressure um from that and then i think just in general just from the millennial standpoint there's just pressure to just walk straight because a lot of millennials are not, and I don't want to use walking straight, but in terms of, for the context of what I'm saying, walking straight in terms of you're not being promiscuous with the opposite sex. You're not out here doing God knows what and why you, you know what I'm saying? And that's what a lot of times you see from millennials is millennials just flying off out of the seat of their pants. Uh, a lot of people, their God is their belly. Um, and that's just how it is for some people. And it's a lot of pressure to not want to go back to that because that's where I was at my whole entire college life. That led up to me 
you know, giving really giving my life to Christ or really making Jesus the really the Lord of my life, like I was flying off by the seat of my pants. Just whatever, however I felt or whatever. God, I believed in God. I went to church every now and then, but it was did whatever I want. And it's pressure sometimes to not go back to that because of the of your flesh. Like you wanna you have urges you want to go back to that lifestyle you know it doesn't fulfill you but you want to go back because you're tired of living right or doing whatever so um yeah trying to be perfect yeah like trying to be perfect trying to live right so um it's a it's it's i couldn't put the it's a walk that's what i'd say what's it like it's a walk (laughs) it's a walk that's what i that's what i'd say it is if i had to put one word day by day is real life like i don't think it's never listen it's called in real life because it's real life Facts, B. <laughs> walking by like taking it day by day is it hasn't meant more to me than in now like in this day and age especially in this quarantine um it never meant anything until now, like taking your faith day by day. Like it's really a day by day thing. And I believe, I don't, I know it says in the Bible that like his graces and mercy is like new every day. And that's right. true. That's true because <laughs> you be thinking like, oh, I haven't did this in so long. And it's like, it's not about what you haven't did though. It's just like establishing like and really like nurturing your relationship with God um I will agree with you though on the whole like especially coming into into new covenant teaching it's kind of hard to get your mindset off of like being on the straight and narrow Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um yeah because you know them urges they be real and (laughs) you just be like real as night and day and it's real and it's like I can do whatever I want to do Mm-hmm. But everything that I do is not beneficial. I believe that's in um second Corinthians, first or second Corinthians, where uh Paul talks about that and like how everything that you do as 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 Christians we're supposed to be walking in love with people. And mm-hmm. a, a lot of decisions that we make don't only affect us, but it affects people the people around us. So right. um you know, people tell me like, well, you could do that, Sharon. Like, yeah, I can. But like, for what though? Because right. after I do it, I know that there are just natural consequences that are going to come with mm-hmm. it. And if I didn't have to, then why even do it? Just because I was just, let me live by my heart. Like, let me follow my heart. That is one of the most deceitful things to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh god follow my heart <laughs> oh no um so what have you what would you say is the most would, would you describe yourself as like a, a normal millennial like a normal christian millennial or because you said before like i don't think that i'm bold in my faith and Mm -hmm. i think you are like there are a lot of people who will post like scripture or whatever but i say that you're bold because you're willing to like go into depth about it like not just post like the scripture today or like oh well god got it y'all like a very like surface level right (laughs) it's not me going on nobody let me say that and put that disclaimer out because i guess i'm I'm just saying that, like, you know, you, you're you willing to, like, teach about it and ask those difficult and hard questions 
Right. Um, um, what would you say has been the most beneficial part of like being a Christian at, at this age? Say beneficial. Hmm. Uh-huh. I'd say the wisdom, because a lot of like millennials don't we don't act with wisdom. So I think like really the beneficial part is just the wisdom being able to possess and i'm not saying like i'm like smarter than a 101 year old or whatever like that but like the scripture talks about in first corinthians 130 talks about how jesus became our wisdom so i don't have to wait years in the future for wisdom That's if right. i need wisdom i can get wisdom right now i don't have to wait till i'm 50 to cross that bridge when i get there to know that god can give it to me right now mm-hmm. so i think really wisdom is like the greatest benefit um right now and just peace of mind i think that's another thing too i think wisdom and then peace of mind because a lot of millennials a lot of people don't know where they're going a lot of people are not talking about spiritually talking about with life a lot of people are just living life and people don't have plans for their lives or don't know you know what they want to do they're just working jobs and just having fun and just doing whatever don't really have a set plan so i think my life came into a lot more structure um once i got saved like i was doing this content thing before i got saved and i was just genius daily and i was drew genius and i had the blog and i had the website and i was doing like little uh this weekend hip-hop videos or whatever but there was no plan i use this example there's a lamp in my room um and i use the example all the time when i talk to myself about it but like there's the top of the lamp and then i picture myself being at the bottom of the lamp but not not figuring out or not knowing how to get to that top of the lamp so i'm at the bottom of the lamp there's a middle and then there's the 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 ultimate peak of where i'm trying to get to which is the top of the lamp but i don't know how to get there and that's how i felt in 2016 2015 like wanting to do all the stuff that i'm doing now with media i wanted to do all this stuff then but i didn't know what that looked like i didn't know how to put it into plan i didn't know how to put it into focus i just knew i wanted to do what i'm doing now and i didn't get this clear vision for myself as far as like what i wanted to do and what i wanted to look like and uh topics and content how to put it all together i didn't get that until i i got saved so i think the wisdom um and from that regard and then just the peace like yo like i wake up and don't nothing be on my mind be like don't nothing be on my mind be like i don't i don't stress about nothing like i used to be stressing when i was like just living off the seat of my pants i don't be stressed about nothing now be like i just be chilling so um, I think peace of mind. That, the whole peace of mind. And it's like Philippians talks about uh, the peace that surpasses all understanding. Like, right. you, know, you don't get it. Like, you can read that, but not like see it until you, mm-hmm. like, you don't know what it is until you really experience it. Like, it's a certain type of peace that is unexplainable. <laughs> Where you just, you yeah. like, and the world is falling apart around you, and you just currently. Like, Currently, currently it is May 24th, 2020, and we're <laughs> collecting our houses. Um, well, the state of Georgia, they want to do whatever they want to do, but yeah. I'm going to keep it cute over here. Um, but yeah, like, you really just be, like, in this place, like, you know that God really, like, is going to, is going to help you and walk you through this. Um, so I guess, 
I don't know why. I kind of already asked you this, but I want to know, like, what was the, because everybody has a breaking point. Everybody has that point where they just like, all right, God, I want to get closer. And I put that in quotes. Closer. Right. What was, what was, if you can give the story and be in a little bit more detail about, like, how you just was like, all right, God. I'm ready to come to you. Mm. So you have that story. Cause some people just, it just kind of happened. Yeah. Nah. I mean, 20, 20, 2016, um, I just graduated college and I think like, like everybody on their first graduate college, you want to get the job and you want to move out and you want to be grown. And that was me. I wanted to be grown since I was like 16. Mm-hmm. So you can ask my mom. I've been wanting to be grown since I was like 16. So, um, when I, in 2016, after I graduated, I mean, 2015, after I graduated, um, I didn't get no jobs. I didn't, you know what I'm saying? And I'm seeing people that were not living better than I was, even though I wasn't doing nothing, but I I was a virgin. I wasn't out here doing whatever. And they're out here and they're living how they live and they don't know God and they, got their own crib and they moving out and they got their own the $36,000 a year job at the call center. And I wanted that. And I want, wanted to be at the call center. I never want to work at a call center, but I wanted the the job making a decent amount of money per month to be able to move out and live and be grown. And um, that ending point came because I'm like, I think I was worship. I just was worshiping a job because of what it could give me in terms of the external benefits of having a place to live, being able to bring girls over, um, being able to buy clothes and sneakers and shoes. Be grown. <laughs> right. I still want to be grown. But wanted wanted to just be grown. And um the day that all this kind of hit the fan, um, I remember I got off of work. I had a purple shirt on, um working, I was working for Mecklenburg County Park and Rec at the time. And I had got off of work and I think I had seen like a post by like somebody I went to college with and they're just out living life traveling doing whatever and I'm like I'm stuck at the crib and I just got like fed up and I was like crying in my room and crying at the ceiling went in the bathroom was crying crying in the bathroom just like angry at God because I'm like God I'm a virgin. I ain't never had a girlfriend. I ain't never been kissed. I ain't all all these all these things. And I'm I'm like God. Like why don't I have a a full time job? Why am I working part time, making eleven dollars an hour? God, why what? Where's my where's my you know apartment and all the stuff at? Why why are you blessing them and they don't even? They, I never heard them say that they was Christians. Why 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 am I not getting blessed? And that was kind of where I was at in my head. And um, I just had a, I, I looked up to the ceiling and like this light in here, I looked up to the light in my bedroom. I was like, God, like I just submit to you, like I'm done trying to live. However, I want to live for you. Like I'm just done. Like I'm, I don't want to do this no more. Like I keep trying to get to this place, but I don't know what this place is and I can't get there by myself. I submit and I submitted. Um, and then I went downstairs and, um, my mom saw me crying and she hugged me or whatever. It's like, you're going to be all right or whatever. And then like 
the next day or later that night or whatever, I ran into um guy from the ministry that we that I used to be a part of on Facebook, saw the videos, and then I was just like, all right, I'm gonna go there. And I went there like the next week mm-hmm. and was there for two and a half years, never left, and it just changed my life. So you were at a breaking point to where it's like my life ain't where it's supposed to be. You would think that that would be more so of like a <laughs> F God type of mentality, but for some reason God used it for you to like mm-hmm. accept him. That's kind of that's interesting. That yeah. It was an F God, man. It felt like, yeah, it was kind of like an F, like if that was like an F God moment, like where you would think, okay, I'm done. I'm going to just do whatever. But instead, the opposite happened and it just drew me in. I think because I got tired. Like, I think I, I legit got, I just got tired of trying to be like everybody else or trying to get to this place by like everybody else. And later on, like through that year, like I really realized how much a full-time job wasn't idle for me. I didn't get a full-time job. I graduated in college in 2015. I didn't get a full-time job till summer 2019. And by the time I got the job in summer 2019, I literally was on my computer working on content and the job called me that I interviewed for a month before, two months before I forgot about because it never hit me up and was like, you want to work? I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot about y'all. Yeah, yeah. I, I want the job. Yeah, I'll take it or whatever. And I was just thrusted into full time hood. But I was literally woke up that day not expecting to get a full time job. I literally was at a, that point of depending on God at this point. Like I started seeing God move. Yeah, I live. Like okay, I'm good. And then he come out the woodwork with something. You be like, but God. I was already chilling. Like. I was chilling. I was chilling hard. <laughs> yeah, so I got to that point. Like, I got to that point where I'm just like, okay, I'm just, like, I started seeing him, like, give give me money through people and bless me through people with opportunities and stuff. I'm just like, and this is all in the grace. And I'm just like, oh, I don't got to work for this. That's a whole nother conversation. But uh, but I don't got the conversation <laughs> yeah i i don't gotta i don't gotta work for this like what but then yeah like it was literally got to the point where it's just like i'm just depending on you and that's when that happened so um what is it like being a male christian it's a temptation <laughs> well i mean the add on to that it's like i'm a virgin too so i'm the only virgin i know <laughs> I'm the only version I know. The last version, last two versions I know got married. The last two years, so last version I knew got married. In, huh? The last version I knew got married in January. So he got married in January. That's like I'm the only version I know. So male version I know. So that kind of puts into perspective what <laughs> being a Christian male is because a lot of Christian males are not virgins. So, um, so it's a bit of a struggle. Um, it's, I mean, yeah, yeah. so I, I, I don't want to so, sound so down about it, but I just want to give people the real side. Um, but it's a struggle at times. Um, to one, like you're a Christian, and you're supposed to be, you're supposed to be spiritual, but still trying to not let my looks or how tall I am or how short I am, um, affect how I think women see me. 
Mm-hmm. But still, women still see you inevitably as uh, I want a tall Christian man, <laughs> or I want a hood Christian man, or I want this Christian man, or whatever. So people still, you still get put in boxes under Christianity, um, which it is what it is. But um, yeah, so trying to navigate that, like trying to not try, I would think it would be different because we're all in Christ or whatever, and we're Christians, but people are, we're still human, so we still put each other in boxes, and I'm guilty of it as well. Um, but getting put in boxes, but um, definitely it's sometimes a, a struggle to, like I said, walk the straight and narrow, quote unquote, um, and not fly off by the seat of my pants. But like I said, I, I was telling somebody about this the other day. I was like, if I if being under grace really one, if I if being under grace uh, really caused me to to do whatever I wanted to do, I would have been to lost my virginity. If that was if that was the that was the fact. If I really wanted to, if being under grace really made me want to sin. You don't have to. We gonna you gonna come back. This ain't gonna be your only one because we gotta talk about the real of like us choosing to save ourselves to marriage. Like mm. we we gotta talk about that because you know all Christians haven't did that. All Christians don't want to do that, and mm-hmm. it's like why do you want to do it though i think i've gotten that question a lot because like okay well you can do whatever you want to do and it's like yeah i can please yeah. keep saying that because i will <laughs> but, me. but why have we decided I, i've never actually asked you why you wait yeah. and i don't think i ever told you my reason of why yeah. so i don't want to get too deep in that now we could talk about that that's that's gonna be that's gonna be good for like or maybe we should like either we should do another podcast or we should do a live i don't know which one you would want to do a live probably would hit different on facebook talk about that look the state is gonna be like (laughs) like what they talk about yeah i think we should do that for do that for a live i think we we could talk about a little bit here but then um we could do it on a live so i'm not gonna go too deep um but at first i wasn't trying to save myself um when i first not well not when i first became a christian like um when i was still out in the world whatever i hate using that term um when i was still doing whatever um before i came to christ i was trying to lose my virginity i've been trying to lose my virginity i was trying to lose my virginity since i was since i could lose my virginity so um the change happened when i read uh, the weight by Devon Franklin and Megan Good. I have the book down here somewhere. It's really repetitive. I was talking to some people at church about it. It's really repetitive. Um, and I read it and I was like, you know what? I'm a weight. And then the I'm a, I'm a weight. I finished the book and I was like, you know what? I'm a, I'm 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 a weight. I'm gonna be celibate. Like I hadn't really made up my mind of whether or not I was and wasn't. I just came to Christ. Like this is like within a few months of me coming to Christ, and I'm like, you know, I'm gonna be celibate. And then I had to go work out. I told the story to to Cam a couple of weeks ago. Um, I had to go work out with my homie who was like we were one of my best friends at the time. And he really he he believed in God or whatever, but we we met at our job and we was really really close. So I'd be over his house every single day, and he was really turned out to really be a bad influence on my life because he's not in it anymore. But um, he really turned to be like a bad influence in terms of like the actions. At the end of the day, I still chose to do everything, um, 
so it still had free choice but it just turned out to just be uh just bad influence um but i had to go work out with him i went to go work out with him and i was driving and i was at this like at this light and god like told me in my heart he was like he's not gonna be your friend no more after you tell me you're gonna be celibate and i was like yeah i know and i was driving literally driving and he's like he's not gonna be your he's like he's like he's not gonna be your friend anymore and i'm like yeah i know once i tell him and i the whole workout i was like man i want to tell him i want to tell him i'm not gonna tell him what should i tell him and then um we were stretching like at the end of the workout like doing abs or something in the workout and we was talking about never talking about girls or whatever i was like yeah bro i'm gonna be celibate and he looked at me like he saw a ghost he looked at me like he saw he looked at me like he saw a ghost and looked at me like i was crazy like what because he knew i was trying to lose it so the whole game plan was trying to help me to 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 get to lose it or whatever and he looked at me like i was like like he saw a ghost and i was like yeah man change my life or whatever you know i'm not gonna go this route um and he began to like weeks and weeks go on began to kind of like ostracize me in the face like we'll be at work and i want to we're talking about going to concert he was like oh no you on the holy path you can't you can't go to the this concert i'm gonna veer off over here to this exit but you on the holy path you can't you can't go over here or whatever and just really just like i like like persecuting me or whatever a little bit uh at least it felt like persecution then really wasn't nothing but it was pers- felt like persecution um then for as a result of me telling them you like i'm trying to be celibate or whatever so we don't even talk like that no more um we still cool people chat every once in a while on instagram but um yeah so that was that's the and just like that was the story of me just coming like i was just like yeah I'm going to be celibate, but I guess more so the reason now why I wait, even though I could lose it, I guess I just want to honor God. Mm-hmm. It ain't even that deep with me. Like, I I, I, I just want to, I want to honor God in whatever way I can. I can, I can still choose to honor him with my body. I don't mean I'm, I'm not going to kiss my girlfriend. I, I don't believe in that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cause we, oh. I don't believe in that stuff. <laughs> but like, yeah, I definitely thought that, like, okay, like, listen, we already waiting. <laughs> we already waiting. Like, what you mean, shout it? We got to about it is, because at this point, right. my friend, like, we just friends, we just kicking it. No! We just friends. <laughs> we just friends. What separates us? We, we friends just, that we just want to just pounce on each other oh, yeah bro she said we just free at this point i can't i can't kiss you like oh my gosh and my ex that was a whole situation uh, i can't i can't get into it we gotta wait it, it gotta be organic because you gonna crack up when i tell you <laughs> oh my gosh so i guess coming to the last little part here oh last question i want to ask you was how how do you navigate through this like really microwavable society? Like everything is real quick. Popcorn, just okay, these people just blowing up and it's just like everybody getting what they want when they want to. And like how do you navigate through that in us in a in a state where when you are a believer, God will have you wait for a lot of things? Uh-huh. How do you navigate through that? Uh-huh. I my my focus I guess is always just trying to 
um, put my put my focus on my passions and my purpose, you know, and not really try to think about time. I really like ever since like 2016, like uh, coming into um, that ministry I used to be a part of, that was like a real big thing of just like purpose and um, your purpose will help distract you from the poisons of life or the poisons of just just the the, the ills and the ails of this life you the put like you you focusing on what you're supposed to be doing will keep you keep your mind granted your mind can still go over there i still be thinking about girls i still be thinking about like man can i you know what i'm saying like i still think about it but like like my purpose like i like i know i'm going to like in my head i'm like i know i'm gonna be the last one of my friends to get married i know i'm not gonna have kids till like i'm 32 33 like i know these things i know i'm probably not gonna get married till i'm 30 i'm 26 right now i hate hearing that but i'm like i know because i'm like i feel like god keep telling me like just knowing my spirit i'm like i know there's a i have a purpose to fulfill with this content and a purpose to fulfill with books and doing whatever. I know there's a purpose. I haven't really figured everything out yet, but I'm like, I know there's a purpose. So I I hate hearing myself say that because I'm like, man, that's a long time. Um, and it could not, it could be sooner. But I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I've like told myself, I'm like, yeah, you probably be one of the last ones your friends to get married, and not like on some you gonna meet her last, but just your purpose. You, whatever I gotta do, I know I need to do it a little bit of it before I get married. So. Um, but yeah, just try to focus on my purpose, man. Focus on my purpose. Um, focus on creating intimacy with friends and um, building community or whatever. And though community and my purpose are like really what keeps me my mind off of it, because I'm I'm in the microwave culture, but at the same time, I create content that's long form that doesn't fit the microwave culture. So it's kind of weird that I'm in it. And I'm like, okay, I need, I, but the thing is sometimes like I want videos to be longer. I want things to, to, to content the things to be longer. I don't necessarily need them to be two minutes. I like long form. I like 55 minute interviews. Like that's just me. So I think I'm kind of different in that regard, but in terms of like waiting, like the waiting culture, that's, that seems like what's the main part of it. The question was, is so community and just my, like focusing on my purpose. All right, friend, we are out of time, but it ain't over till it's over. <laughs> we definitely gonna do the live about like waiting for sex because I think that that's gonna be a hot topic. You know, anything that got sex in people like, what? What y'all talking about? So, um, thank you for doing this. Thank you for sharing your perspective with the kids. You will definitely be back on here talking about something else. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all listening. And until next time, I already want to, you know, drop these every Monday at five. So, um, yeah, thank y'all. Talk to y'all later. Peace.